baby girl Tell me how did you squeeze up in them jeans What you mean? I know there's room for me to fit between It's obscene The way you move that thing like a machine So with me A back like that should be a magazine Look, baby, you got me sick right now Cause girl, you looking too thick right now And if you want to, we can dip right now Yo, grip on my crib, we can get right now some of you in this world because I know that some of you are already in well into 2021. We will be there in about 57 minutes or so here on the East Coast in the U.S. Um, I know that some of you are joining me on the line from all over the world, so Happy New Year to those of you that are already there. And for those of you who are trailing us, like those on the left coast, Um, We will see you when you get here, but for now, tonight is all about, uh, as I do every year, I try to be here for those of us who are single, alone, and with the pandemic, there's probably more, and um, before I bring on, I believe that a good friend of mine, Susan Garen, is on the line. I'll be bringing Susan on soon. 
But I wanted to say this, you know, 2020 gave us plenty of setbacks, roadblocks, pitfalls, and losses. But we are still here. We are still standing. The time is now to stop listening to the inexperienced experts and those who have not walked an inch in any of your shoes. I want the absolute best for you in the new year. But what I want doesn't matter if you do not want the best for yourself. But I will say this, let's continue to walk this journey together. We can do this. And of course, the journeys are so much better when corner who are motivating, inspiring, and encouraging us. So with that said, we're going to get into our discussion about this year, what it has brought to so many of us. Uh, Susan, if that's you, press the number one on your phone so that I'll know that I'm bringing the right person online because there's quite a few people in the call query. Um, Yep, that's Susan. So we'll be bringing on Susan to talk about a lot of things that have happened this year. If you would like to join our conversation, press the number one on your phone as well to join our um, talk. And right now I'm hearing that some people are having problems getting into the chat room. It is open uh, if you cannot get into the chat room, join us, 646-478-4726. I realize that some of you are in loud environments. You can always join and just listen and not uh, come on air. But um, tonight we're going to just sit a while and chat and talk about 2020, what it has brought to us what our um, expectations are for 2021, and we'll go from there. And, of course, it's me, it's me, it's Dr. C. Welcome, welcome to Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio's New Year's Eve celebration. And my good friend Susan Guerin is on the line now. So, sis, how are you feeling? Are you ready for the new year? And... What has 2020 taught you? Well, it's taught me a lot. Um, the experiences that I'm sure several people have gone through is the, luckily for me, I'm able to entertain myself. And um, some people have had more of a struggle with that. I do get out and exercise and um, I do have a stationary bike that's a road bike on a trainer. And so, those are things, getting out in nature, working on art and that sort of thing. But the other thing is um, how we are looking out for others that are in the same situation. And one of the fun yeah. things this year is um, I don't know that anybody has heard about the teddy bear scavenger hunt. And that was something that I really enjoyed during the COVID and continuing COVID uh social distancing and lockdown and wearing a mask and all of that stuff. So um, 
how I've seen how many people care about other people. You know, you see the icky part that's going on, but you also see the people that are loving and caring and kind and uh, reaching out and helping others. And that's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. It is. It is. I think that, I think that 2020 has, um, gosh, it's taught us so many things. Uh, one of the things that I noticed is that, uh, so many people who, were part of my circle prior will not be in the next, you know, 52 minutes or so um, because some of them just made poor decisions. Some of them, it's just our cycle is over now. It's time for us to um, leave it where it is. I believe in, in the Bible verses, Job 38:11. it says, you know, something to the effect of here to, um, Here too, you have come, but you will go no further. Here's where your proud waves will stay. So, you know, sometimes, what do they say? The reason, the season, and the lifetime. Some people, it's just time to let them go. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, there are people who have caused so many of us hurt and harm and and we have carried that load and that weight for so long. And, you know, it was about, I guess I want to say, maybe a couple weeks ago, the infamous inexperienced experts started telling people what they needed to do to fix things. Uh, it's the holidays. <laughs> you need to drop all the grudges. You need to do this and you need to do that. You know, some of these people, I just want to tell them to, to, to have a seat. Matter of fact, have plenty of seats because... There are some times when, you know, you're sitting up here telling people who've been raped and abused by people, oh, just forget about it. Go back to them. And, you know, I'm so sick of these people who believe that they're the um, the coaches and the experts and the this and the that, and they're all spewing the same information like they go to some convention to tell them, you know, the foo-foo, fluff-fluff what to say to people and – those people I'm letting go to, and some people I'm not in 2021. Um, there are some people who I'm looking forward to working with, and there are a vast majority that I have nothing for, Susan. I'm just going to put it out there that even looking at my life, I've tried to align with all the wrong people, the people who believe that they have arrived, the people who are still appealing to the same one group of people, the people who are still doing the same things year after year, day after day. And in doing that, um, they've held me back. They've held me down. So I'm going to be more discerning in who I'm aligning with in 2021 and beyond because I'm ready for that next leg of my journey in my life. And I know that uh, you had reached out to me with this great idea, which I love because I think that um, starting in 2021 especially, so many people need to have that place where they know that they can come and hear stories and discussions from people who have walked those inches and those miles in their shoes. So, you know, in that respect... Um, what is your vision of where you'd like to see 
um, the podcast go? What, what, what are some of the topics? What are some of the things that you think that is a must for 2021 and beyond? Well, there's a lot that uh, I think needs to be addressed and um, the experience of that have actually horrified me with and what we're watching unfold in front of our very eyes. The um, language, the moral authority, the, um, and I include myself in the language I've and I've talked to several different people, and I'm saying, I am saying words, and we're hearing it, and where we never used to hear it before, you know, on air and in op-eds, and um, mm-hmm. it's shocking. It's horrifying, and I'm thinking, and I, you know, I've, what I'm watching is, to me, is frightening, that the unkindness and the greed and the corruption and stuff and I'm going that's how other nations have fallen is when you don't take care of first of all you have to take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself you're not going to be able to help anyone else and that's a lesson that a lot of women including myself have had to learn because you give so much of yourself to other people and if you (laughs) the bucket is empty and you haven't filled it up, there comes a point where you can't even help yourself because you're so busy putting out fires and helping others. So the first thing, and that's a lesson I learned from my father. He says, Susan, if you don't take care of yourself, how are you going to help anyone else? And they say the same thing on the airplane. Put your own oxygen mask on first because if you can't breathe, you're you're going to go unconscious and you're not going to be able to help somebody. So that's a lesson that you have to put in front of your face all the time because my propensity is to um, overlook what's going on with myself and take care of everything else, Right. you know, help everybody else. And I think that's a thing, a fem- this is my theory and my opinion is I see a lot of women do that. And because we're mm-hmm. wives and mothers and sisters and daughters and all that other stuff, and that's what we've learned. And uh, so the hard thing was for me to put myself first, even though I'm worthy of it right. and I deserve it, as everybody does. It's just recognizing that, oh, pull back, you're, <laughs> you know, you have to set the boundaries and say, no, no, I'm not doing this. And a lot of the things I don't want to do is see, and people don't get what I'm saying. I don't want to waste a lot of time and energy trying to convince them. Um, right. And if right. they don't believe me, that's the other thing. If you don't believe me, if you don't know me well enough, then you don't know me. If I'm telling you, I'm telling you the truth, then I'm telling you the truth. And if you don't believe it, then there's, why should I try to convince you that, you know, I'm telling the truth? So, uh, as you, I don't know if this is, the, you know, I've been through a, uh, quite a journey, and uh, it's a journey I didn't want or ask for, but it's a journey, what I think the journey is the lessons that you can learn from that and what I could teach other people from my own experience of what I have 
um, gone through, because I'm not the only one that's gone through it, but if you get thrown things in your life that you weren't expecting and people don't step up and do the right thing and then you are the one that's left um, holding the bag, so to speak, then right. what can I teach you that I, the lessons that I've learned from the experience? And um, I, I want to be the educator. I always think I have been, whether that's been my, you know, I've done some education, but I'm not, a, a, you know, I don't, I'm not licensed as a teacher to be an educator. I just, I just find it comes naturally to share with others. And um, and I think women are really good at that, you know, and share. You know, I feel that I share. And if somebody needs help, hey, you know, there's some great information. If you, you know, want to, this is what I've learned. And if you want to take that and add it to your life, then great. If not, that's okay too. It doesn't mean I don't love or care about you. It's just, you know, everybody has to make their own choices on what works for them. Right. Right. And I think that one of the things is that, you know, when we look back in hindsight, we figure out, my goodness, I wasted a lot of time trying to help X, Y, (laughs) Z. And XYZ Mm -hmm. is still at ground zero or at sub-zero level. And we're sitting here like, wow, where could I have been? Where could I have gone had I not spent so much time on all the wrong people? And some people may think that our conversation, well, that's just cruel. No, it's not cruel. Each of us is here. We were put on this earth with a specific um, charge and destiny and if we're wasting our time with people who who I call the nowhere people, there are some people who have gone nowhere their entire lives, and they think that they have done something spectacular. I said, well, wait. I said, there's a difference between, you know, you, you're born into this earth, you go to school, you either go to college or you do not, you grow up, you either get married or you do not, you either have children or you do not, you have a job or you do not, and then you die. And I'm like, people, you totally missed it. You're not like the colony of bees where some are born to be only worker bees. You know, they're, they're, we're humans and we are here for something more than that, just to exist, because that's just an example of an existence. You know, what have you done for anyone else? What have you accomplished in life? I don't believe that a vast majority of people on this earth are just sitting here. And they think that that's all that they're meant to do is to come in, grow old, die, and be done with it. It doesn't work that way. I think that so many of us, we need to um, we need to to recognize what we're here for. We need to set our goals. Not only do we need to set our boundaries in the new year, we need to set goals for ourselves. You know, every year, you know, the big thing every year, January 1st, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to do this. Well, last year, of course, some people even, uh, I said this early in one of my programs, I said, even the, um, the um, fitness trainers, some of them, the wagon during COVID and being stuck in the house mm-hmm. and all of this. So me, I'm proud. I said, you know, I've lost 60 pounds and I'm 
this time next year, I want to be at my goal weight. Um, I had a scare, wow. a health Congratulations. scare, That's or a concern. <laughs> Thank you. I, my goal was to lose 100, but you know, I'm more than halfway there. So that's, that's, that's just an accomplishment. I'm not going to sit here and beat myself up because I'm still dealing with some health issues and things like that. And I had gone to the doctors, um, oh, yesterday and, um, uh, they did the blood work and all of that. And some things came back early, of course, you know, you can get some results right away and then others you have to wait a day or so. And, um, there's some things going on, and the doctor wants me to see some more specialists and all of this. So we're working with that. And then they called me today with the rest of my um, results and things of that nature. And um, I'm okay. And I told people, I said, even if I'm not okay, I'm not going to let that stop me from living. I'm not going to let that deter me from being that beacon of light for others for as long as I can. It's almost like a lot of people are looking for reasons to stay down. And I want to take this in a different direction for a moment because a lot of people are getting tired of this, um, the stimulus and people not wanting to work and people are making more money sitting home on unemployment and they don't want to look for a job and the job that they had is never coming back. And people need to understand in 2021, a lot of you are going to be out on the street because the government is not going to continually keep giving you stimulus money. It's time for you to step up your game. It's time for so many people Susan, to start looking for new streams of income. From day one, when COVID hit, I said, this is, the, this is the, the prime time for people to either start a business where they can help people who are going through things, or this is the prime time for people to get back into school or do something that you want. You know, so many kids all of a sudden, oh, my child can't do homeschooling, my child can't do this, but your child sits home 24-7 when they're home playing on the computer with all these digital games, but now all of a sudden they don't know how to go to school. Things like that are the questions that no one wants to address and answer and tell people to stop falling for the hokey doke that they're hearing in social media and all of that. People, we have to change. The U.S. has been spoiled in that. We haven't had so many things. COVID is something brand new for people. It literally shut this country down. And this is a me first, it's all about me type country. So people didn't know what to do. People were locked in the house with their spouses. They were locked in the house with their bad children that they send to school every day for the teacher to take care of. And now they realize, and a lot of people have realized that they just don't like the people that they actually live with every day. Because when we could go out, everyone was still living for themselves. You know, the um, the parents were working two, three jobs, or some parents want to relive their younger days, and they're not really raising the children, and the children, some children are raising the parents. People saw their true selves. They saw the rawness of who they are and the lives that they are really living or avoiding. For me... It was great because I'm a mediator and people want to divorce. Hey, I can help them do that. 
you know, people are going through things and they need to make plans with their children or they need someone to advocate on behalf of people. That's what I do. So 2020 was great for me. Mm-hmm. But for other people who were used to being able to go out and go to the bars every night and happy hour and be around all these people and hang out and do all of these things, well, they couldn't do that. And they rebelled in so many ways. And we're not even going to get into the political aspect of this where you have the base folks who don't want to wear a mask. And they, oh, it's messing with their civil rights and it's messing with this and blah, blah, blah. And now I'm going to go out and hang out with all these people and then I'm going to catch COVID and die. But it's okay because, you know, it's not real because someone else told us that it's not real. And I'm going to believe that person because they're spewing everything that I've been afraid to say in my life. So all of these things are going on. And I can only imagine what other countries are saying about the United States right about now because we're looking right idiotical across the board. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, with all of the things going on now with the elections and the, the, the political races that are still going on and the hate, I mean, this has been probably the most hateful. And don't get me wrong. I have experienced discrimination. I see it in the workplace. I see it and 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 just walking down the street. I see it when a policeman will see me, my hair is back and all they see is my darker, huge skin and they'll make a U-turn to come back for no particular reason just to, 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 to bother me. I've seen it myself. And then they look almost disappointed when they see that I'm a female, not a black male. And they're like, darn it. You know, and I'm like, okay, go ahead, do your thing, officer, whatever you need to do. But again, these are the types of things that we've had to deal with. And to have some of these people who say, come January, um, if their leader is not still in office, they're going to attack the African-Americans. They're going to attack the gays. They're going to attack the, the, the Asians. They're going to attack these people. And, and, you know, this is total anarchy coming on because what's going to happen is, like, other people aren't prepared to defend themselves. And that's the thing that these idiots don't understand is that you want a war, you're going to get one, and you will lose. History has dictated time and time again that they will lose. But, you know, someone opened Pandora's box, and there's so many people that feel entitled and and privileged in the whole nine yards now that that's gotten out of hand. Um, If, unfortunately, some people are talking, have good arguments about um, um, if they don't have a a House and a Senate, you know, if, if the Senate continues the way it is, then nothing will be accomplished and solved because they're determined to fight against everything that the new incoming um, president will try to do. And we can't accomplish anything if we're going to keep the hatred going. Me, Mm -hmm. I don't like either party. I think they all need to go. We need fresh blood across the board. Um, We need newer blood, younger blood, fresh blood. I think we're Americans. That's what we should be. (laughs) I, I don't care if, you know, I just, I just, 
wow, it's just amazing to me what I have been witnessing and I'm like, you know, what I am seeing yeah. is just unbelievable. And not that it just happened yesterday because it didn't. And I think people right. need to be held accountable for what has happened and that we're watching crimes being committed in front of our very face. And as I see it, and what I've watched a lot of documentaries and read a lot of stuff, uh, what I'm seeing is frightening, very frightening for um, women's rights, the, in attacking people for who they love and whether you are gay or straight or whatever or pink or orange, it doesn't matter to me. We're all human beings. We're all human beings. We mm-hmm. all bleed. And we need to come together because our earth, I've had the luxury and what to me was every, you know, normal to be standing in the national forest on skis and I'm surrounded by the stillness of the forest and the snow and there, I might have a friend and we're just standing there listening to the birds chirping or the sound of our skis going on. Not everyone has gotten to experience that. And what scares me is the wildfires that we had to flee this year. Um, because the air quality, I'm concerned about the environment. I am concerned about our clean air, clean water, um, education, infrastructure, affordable housing. And collectively, I've worked in teams and stuff. And I know when you work together, you have a lot of brain power if you are focused on the same goal, on doing what, one, what's the right thing, and for the betterment of humankind and um you know, why does someone need five yachts and why does someone need multiple huge mansions when we've got homeless on the street and people that are hungry and kids that are getting educated and uh, the things that are going on. And we, I don't want to leave a scorched earth for the next generation, for my children, for grandchildren and for their children. You know, I just don't. And I've had if people haven't experienced that and I didn't grow up rich or anything. We were, I was raised by a single dad who raised four children by himself. And, you know, we'd say, Oh dad, we need a dishwasher. And he'd say, well, I have four dishwashers, which was a kid. And people have said to me, you're, you're different. Well, one, I was different because I was raised by a man and the fact that he accomplished that, was he perfect? Heavens no, any more than I'm perfect or you're perfect. We're all doing the best we can with the information and the skills that we have and hoping to be better people and leave a better earth for the generations to come. And um, Right. Yeah, so, I, you know, this last year has not only been the COVID, it's been the political, it's been wildfires, it's been children out of school, it's been people who've lost their jobs, um, people that are dying, and it's been a lot. It's just been a lot. And I, as I I say this to complete strangers that I don't even know, and that is, are you a fellow earthling? Are you from planet Earth? And they'll kind of look at me like, okay, what's this lady saying? 
because their brain, they, they won't even look at you sometimes. They just won't even talk to you. And I'm not, I've got my mask on and I'm staying away and I'm across the street and I say, hello, hello, Earthling, because people need that. They, they need it. And it's my, another way of my trying to engage people and um, say, hey, you're not alone. You're not by yourself here. And that one of the things that happened is, was this teddy bear scavenger game. And I'd say, have you seen the bear? And they go, there's a bear. And I go, yeah, there's a bear, but it's a teddy bear. And then I would tell them. And the, it might be a mother and daughter that are having a loud conversation. It doesn't sound like it's that they're agreeing with each other. I don't know what they're saying, but I'm saying, have you seen the bear? And then I tell them about the bear and that off they go. And the whole dynamics has changed. And it's how we teach and approach and tell people that we love them, that we care, that you matter, that I'm, are you having a hard time? Um, how are you doing? Those sort of things. And just reaching out and just, hey, I'm just checking in. How are you doing? Because everyone, I mean, including myself, some days we're on the ledge and someday I'm talking somebody else off the ledge or somebody else is in tears and it doesn't matter if it's right. female or male. The men are right. just, we're all traumatized by all this and we're all trying to cope and by doing and being kind and loving one another as fellow human earthlings from planet earth. And if we're taking care of planet earth, then Everybody benefits because everybody should have clean air, clean water, a home, education, health care, yeah. and a roof over their head and food in their bellies. And not everybody has that. Yeah. And and the sad part is that um, I, I say it all the time. Again, this is a me first um, country. It is a place where... The rich want to take everything, and then the rich, the richer, the people who are richer than the other rich people try to take what they have, too. And, you know, one of the things that uh, a lot of people don't realize is that uh, some people who put themselves out there to be so rich and wealthy, some of them are money poor. They actually don't have what they claim to mm-hmm. have. And and when you see people who are allegedly filthy rich and they only pay a few hundred dollars in taxes, but those people who are working in minimum wage jobs per capita and percentage are paying more money than that in taxes, there's a problem. But no one is trying exactly. to fix the system here. No one's trying to fix the system here because they don't care. And questions, questions, questions. You know, everybody's like, oh, the great the great vaccine is here. I'm like, what's in it? What did they make it from? And how come this vaccine is 95% effective, the next one coming out is 84% effective, and the one after that is 79% effective? So why are we having all of these different vaccines that have different levels of effectiveness and then... You know, I want to know what's in them. What 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 are they going to do to me? And then I just um, shared today where a nurse who got the vaccine caught COVID. Imagine that. And let's talk about the new strains that showed up in Africa and the United Kingdom. Is this 
vaccine going to protect against the new strains? And I have said it before, and I believe maybe I talked to you that the immunologist has said that the thing is mutating every so many days. So, you know, you talk about, oh, we got a vaccine, we got a vaccine. Oh, well, what is it, protect, you know, protecting us against if it's already mutated 15 times since you released the vaccine? So, you know, what, what, what exactly are you saying to us? And what's in these drugs that you all are trying to sell us on? So I said, okay, people, you all are talking about the nurse that caught it after she got it. What they're going to say is that it's a two-part vaccine. She only got the first dose, so she was still susceptible. Everybody's going to have an answer about something. Or she had the COVID already. She may have had the COVID already, and it didn't, you know, because you can get a false negative or a false, yeah, that it's, you don't you know. have it and you actually have it. It's when they, right. from what I understand, and I'm not an expert, is when they take the test. And I had to have a COVID test because I had surgery. And that's a whole nother experience. <laughs> it's, you know, have you been out of the country? Have you been anyone, you know, do you have a fever? And I'm like, oh, this is serious. So I started social distancing right in the very beginning because I'm going right. to I'm not, yeah, I'm not screwing around with this. And there's, of course, the people that still don't believe that it's that I I have a hard time with and can't wrap my brain around it. It just makes no sense to me whatsoever. So, Mm -hmm. if common sense were so common, but it's not, (laughs) it isn't. It just isn't. And I'm just like, how do you square this? You don't. What's right. the lesson we're supposed and then you to have, learn? That's in. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you, but. Oh, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your thought. What is. Well, it's, it's, when I'm going through something that I don't particular, one that I didn't ask for and that I don't, I'm not liking. And sometimes I, um, and, you know, the situation is like, sometimes I want to smack somebody because I get mad. Be I'm angry. And because of mm-hmm. what they did, and um, it was wrong. It was they broke the law, and I ended up paying for it. Uh, and it just frustrates me. And I go, okay, let it go, just let it go. But there, it still comes up, um, you know, from time to time, and it's frustrating because I don't want to be there. And so I go, what is the lesson, and what can I give? Because I want my, my lesson from what I've learned to be able to help somebody else and to let people know the experience if they've never gone through it before. And it's a learning curve. You know, it's like, well, we have to have this and we need this before we can go in. And I don't even know what a clearance report is. What does that mean? You know, Because I had to be evacuated due to toxic mold. And what I've learned is I was lucky in some regards because of things that I had watched and said, oh, you should do this. And instead of saying, oh, I should do that and never getting up and doing it, I got up and did it. And it saved my backside because I did follow through. And um, so that's some of the stuff I can teach somebody because that's what I've learned. 
and that's I want to help. You know, I I'd rather somebody else didn't struggle through something if we can give them something else to think about what they could have done or had they done because of my situation of having to be evacuated and this one was traumatizing right. and then and then to go through all the rest of it that's just a little bit of the story as you as you know but um right what is the lesson I was supposed and, to learn and how can I turn give it back to somebody else so they don't maybe have to go through it themselves? And it wouldn't right. have happened, and happened I think if that, they, they had done the right thing in the first place. Well, I think a lot of things wouldn't happen if, if people who had the power to do the right thing would have done the right thing, but a lot of people don't. And yeah. then let's just yes. change this subject a little bit to this where – you know, there are a lot of people who are crying out in silence, and they've been crying out in silence for years. And with COVID, you know, domestic violence was on a rise. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people have chosen to stay in these relationships because we need to work on women's self-esteem, young and old, because so many women that I know, well, in my age group or older, you know, I don't want to grow old alone. and I don't. So you're willing to compromise and accept anything into your space because 10 to 1, the person who you're with can't afford a box under a bridge on their own. And they're just playing that role and telling you what they know you want to hear so that they will have a room, a room over their head, you know, a roof over their head, a place to sleep, and food on the table. They will say whatever. We need to understand and know that we're worth more than that. And so many women are going in the wrong directions. There are so many women that I have watched year after year stay in abusive relationships constantly over and over again. And we need to break that cycle because and that's understand what they that know. the person that we that's see. That's what they know. But you know what? It's, it's about and time for them. Guess what? Too. They need to learn something new. Again, listening to all the wrong people, and when they get with the right people who can encourage them, these are for the people that want to change. Some people don't want to move. They like the fact that, yeah, but I got this big house, and I'm driving this nice car, and so what if he's disrespecting me, and he's hurting me, and he's disrespecting the kids, but I got what somebody else doesn't have. And then there's some people who are just so broken. They don't believe that they can be fixed. They don't believe that they can take those broken pieces and create a new masterpiece. These are some of the things that I'm really going to be hitting hard on um, in 2021 because there are so many people out there who are broken, men and women who are broken. Mm -hmm. There are so many people out there who are making bad decisions based on the fact that um, they're missing something in their lives and they feel as though if they provide for others, or if they are always there to when someone else wants them, because I'm not going to say needs, I'm saying wants them, then somehow that helps them to fill void. Now, it may be taking up their time, but it's not the filler that their void needs. So they end up 
empty yet again, and they're still searching for something. These are some of the things, Susan, that I really want to touch on in 2021. You know, we're not going to spend a lot of time on political crap and all of these things. I want to get back down to that level where people are hurting and to help people, those that are ready to move on, that understand that unemployment is going to run out, that stimulus checks are going to run out. And the thing is, you know, I was talking to a gentleman in uh, the food store yesterday, I want to say it was yesterday, and he said, you know, he said, you have people out there who are mad because I'm working, but I'm going to get a stimulus check, and they want to know why. I said, next time, tell them, I want to know why you're not going out getting a job. You're sitting home still waiting for a stimulus check and unemployment when you need to go out here and try to find a new job. The first time in my life that I was ever on unemployment, it was a requirement that I put out job applications every week, a certain number of them. Um, There's Mm -hmm. a program here. I don't know if it's everywhere, but um, the Department of Unemployment and whatever the the, um, department was, they pick, I think it was like 70 people who are recently on unemployment, and they put them in this class. It's like a two- or three-day class. And after that, they help you to redo your resumes and, you know, a vast majority, over 90% of the people, they actually get new jobs. I was chosen for that class, and it's mandatory that you go or they would knock you off of unemployment. So I went to the class, and there was a controller there. There was um, an attorney in that class, and there were people who had, you know, pretty – you would think stable and some prestigious jobs and they were there. Something happened and they were there and people, the class was like, why are you all here? Well, just like something happened in your life, something happens in some of our lives. And, um, these people, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm sitting up here and some people are like, well, you're just, you're like everybody else. Why are you getting on us? Because you need to get a job. It's going to run out. It's not because I'm saying you're lazy and you don't want to work. I'm saying it because the stimulus is going to stop coming. Unemployment is going to stop coming. The All of the, um, the breaks that you had for, for um, evictions and all of this, all that's coming. Any of anything that was borrowed or loaned to you, all of those things are coming due January. Oh my gosh, here in what? 13 minutes. You're going to owe all of those things. Student loans are about to become active again. So many people, they didn't take advantage of the no interest, they didn't pay on their student loans, they didn't pay down their student loans. All of that stuff that they didn't do is about to come back to them in the next couple of minutes here. And it's not going to be, well, uh, DeVos, she extended it through the end of January, but the student loans are coming due. And there's no, you know, they said that they would forgive them, but then the new president coming in said that's not going to happen. He's not going to forgive them. And I'm like, okay, you know, what good are you all? I mean, you want this economy to get moving. I could see if they were the lazy people who've been doing everything but paying their student loans and they're in default, that's a different story. 
But for people who are paying faithfully and doing the right thing, you have to work with somebody to help get some relief to some people. So, and again, like I said, what did they say? Paying your, your utilities. You have to start paying those. People took all that money, all that extra money they were making on unemployment, and they bought clothes and cars and hair or whatever they did with the money. They did not put it towards their bills. Same thing happened during the Trump shutdown of the federal government. You have all of these people who found themselves in soup lines and food lines because they were living above their means as it was. Did they learn anything? Doubtful. So they're bound to make the same mistakes again. And these were people who made six-figure salaries, who weren't getting that money. They had no, no savings. They had nothing to do because they were already living paycheck to paycheck. And we need to go back to, to teaching young people especially how to budget, how not to get themselves in debt, how to save so that if something like mm-hmm. that happens in their lives, they'll have at least a couple of months of money to fall back on and they can still sustain while they're looking for new employment. Certain places, some of these big box places are hiring every single day. These people don't want to do that. Oh, I don't want to do that. I'm like, you had, you know, you didn't have a job that afforded you, um, um, what is the word for it? Um, An unskilled laborer's job that's never going to come back. And now you're too good to do other jobs that will probably pay you more money. So you're just going to sit and wait. You're going to wait until you have no more options left. And that's where we are in this country. And that's why so many, um, you know, it shouldn't have come down to that where they say so many students don't have Wi-Fi. But these same students are playing video games. So I need to know what they're doing. Not all of them, but a vast majority of them. Are they going over their friends' houses? What are they doing? But they should have thought about that. They should have had the mobile Wi-Fi's. You know, we should have, the minute that everything happened, we had leadership that did not handle this pandemic properly from day one. But there were so many things that could have been handled better. Now they're sending our children back to school, and this may be the new normal. Wear a mask, wash your hands. It's not that hard of a thing to do. Then I'm so concerned that so many teachers had no clue what to do on online teaching. I'm like, you can't be that inept. It's not that hard of a thing to do. But obviously it was for a lot of people. And a lot of people just wanted someone a reason to stress and not do things, or they wanted that reason for someone else to come in and save them. 2020 should have taught us that sometimes we have to be our own rescue. And a lot of people missed that lesson. They totally missed it. They missed it. Um, I can, can you hear fireworks going off? I thought Am that's I, what that was. Are yeah, you, they, yeah, it is. I, it happens every year. You know, they start early. So um, anyway, that's what's going on. It just made me chuckle. So, um, which has nothing to do with what you were talking about, but yeah, it, life is, uh, yeah, it's just when people don't have the skills, um, or weren't taught that and 
they don't know where to start and they don't know how to begin. Um, some people have a propensity to be able to do that and others just get frozen. And some, you know, I don't even know what I'm, I, I my daughter and her husband work their backsides off and they're helping homeless. They, they uh, have a warming center. It's not their warming center, but they volunteer and they go, and I've gone, you know, driven on Christmas morning at three o'clock in the morning in the dark to my daughter's making breakfast and I helped her serve. And it, it's, they don't open the warming center till it's like 35 degrees and it's cold. It's winter. It can be rainy. It can be snowy and they're out sleeping on the roads. And when we had to flee from, for the wildfires this summer. Um, I'm in the car driving and there's, I'm having to use my inhaler. My eyes are burning. We have masks on in the car and recycling the air. And you're seeing people with their tents along the freeways or hitchhiking on the freeways. And my car was full. And um, it just breaks your heart to see what people are having to to live through. And my own dad was um, came through the depression. They lived in a tent in the summertime, and they re- rented. I have pictures of him, um, and he was in the winter. They rented a detached garage, and. I had always heard about this garage. Well, he and I took a trip and all we go to heck if we didn't find the garage. And I'm just floored standing there and I'm thinking, how did they go to the bathroom? Where had, where did they wash their clothes? How did they heat? How did they cook in this tiny detached garage? And that's the man that raised me. And, you know, we had hand-me-downs and um, didn't have a dishwasher. He didn't have a microwave. Not that he couldn't afford it. He just didn't. He learned the lessons of going through. his frugal and a minimalist. And um, he learned those lessons. And those lessons he taught to me. Some of them I got and some of them I didn't. But um, at least I had that experience of understanding what nobody knows what could happen. My daughter and her husband had to be evacuated due to the wildfires. And luckily their house didn't burn to the ground, but a lot of them did. And it was citizens in the area that they lived. The Ace Hardware opened the store and were giving out shovels and stuff to help fight. The citizens were fighting the fires until the government the governor shut it down because it was too dangerous with the air quality and stuff. That's why she still has a home. But a lot of them didn't. And she said to me, she says, I, we're staying home tonight. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, you get to say that. You get to say 
yeah. that you are getting to stay home where there's people whose houses burn to the ground and they have nothing left and the toxic stuff there. And one of their homeless people, she was worried about them and they couldn't find him. They couldn't find him for a couple months. He was in the forest, living in the forest where these wildfires are going on. He survived it. How he did is amazing to me. And this is a man that's in his 60s. I have not met him, but he doesn't look 60. They don't have the health care. They they hadn't had showers. She helps. um, They bring in a semi-truck that sanitize so they can get showers. They give them lunch. They, um, it's just amazing. And there's a lot of people that are going to be in that boat that aren't going to have a roof over their head and they're not going to be able to, and they might get McDonald's. Well, that's not healthy food for them, but that's what they get. They get what people donate and they get what they can. And it isn't fresh vegetables and stuff that some all other people that aren't homeless and don't eat well, you know, right. for your health. Because one is expensive, and they weren't taught that. You know, they'd rather eat Doritos. But she and her husband were going back and leaving water for the animals that are fleeing feeding yeah. the neighbor's chickens, helping yeah. them get out of there and wearing masks. And the, I'm concerned she's in this air quality with her husband and their masks are redlining that they have on. That's how dangerous the I air am. was. We have, uh, we can pick this up in a few moments. We have one minute and 58 seconds, Susan. I am about to. Okay. Move into the year of 2021, so I will be talking to you from the future in one minute and 45 (laughs) seconds, which is very exciting. So I'm going to move over so we can hear the countdown start in Times Square in a moment. Um, And it'll be really, really cool because (laughs) I will be talking to you literally from the future. <laughs> oh, oh my so we goodness. have a minute and a year. Um, 17, 16, 15, 14 seconds. One minute, 12 seconds. So we're about to go into the almighty countdown. And I'm going to cross over into 2021. And we're going to pick up our conversation um, in 2020 for you and 2021 for me. <laughs> So I'll let you know if I'm still standing in 2021, it's like, okay, we're going to still be here. (laughs) I love time and space. This is so funny to me. Um, 41 seconds. I hear that they're letting some people, that they're letting some people be there. Um, I think like. Oh, they're there. uh, Some of the nurses. But uh, they're only like 100, I think. They're allowing to be there in Times Square. Which would it's be a cool, lot of people. Actually. It looks like it's more than a hundred. Here we go. Twenty-two oh, seconds. Uh, Let me try to. Let's see what we got here. Here we go. Twenty years of doing this, but it's do it. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Happy 
2021 here, Susan. Happy New Year on your side of the planet Earth. Fellow Earthlings. It's 2021. It is now January 1st, 2021 here on the East Coast. Oh, and it, it is, yeah, it's a lot of people in Times Square. Really? Yeah, it's a ton of them. Yeah, because yeah, cause I had read that they were supposed to let, like allow 100 people and they were, my understanding was um, like first responders and stuff, but I don't. I'm going really. They have on pretty masks and things, but yeah, it's a ton of people. Hmm. Um, I wouldn't say that it's like, you know, the normal bunch and they are separated. But yes, there's a lot of people there. I'm pretty safe to say that it's more than a (laughs) hundred. Now they're doing the confetti well, and all of that. I think that would be kind of cool not to be, because I've been in New York City, and it's a lot of people when you're walking down yes. the street. I walked into a, a department store, and I couldn't get out of there fast enough. It was just like, oh, God, <laughs> too many people in here. You can't even move. So I would that would be much more exciting to me. Is it snowing there? It is not snowing here. Um, we're supposed to. Have, we were supposed to have, you know, terrible rains, but none of that. Hmm. So, you know, I'm just switching around yeah, I was now. Telling looking a friend. At, are you? Mm-hmm. Are, I, I'm. You're. Are you? I can't remember where you're. What state you're actually in? For sure. Maryland. I'm in Maryland. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I was telling a friend that, uh, go, what are you doing for New Year's? And I said, I'm calling into a radio show. And they go, oh, where are they? I said, well, they're on the East Coast, so they're three hours different. So, and I thought, well, where are they in, on the East Coast? And I said, I think it's Maryland. I but I wanted to clarify that. I yeah. thought it was, but anyway. I can hear some yep. fireworks. So they dropped the ball. Well, they had them. Yes, the ball dropped. That's what we were. That's what you were listening to. The ball dropping. That's exactly mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah, I came back to Baltimore so to awesome. see last year's fireworks. But um, yeah, we were we were, we were actually there, listening to Times Square. <laughs> Dick Clark wasn't there, was he? Let's hope not. Let's hope not. It's like, Dick, oh, yeah, let's hope not. It's like, Dick, I need you not to be here, dear. a long time ago. No, I know. I I don't even know who did. Usually I'm in bed, and then the fireworks will wake me up, and I go, oh, must be, you know, New Year's, so... They're quiet right now because they started about 10 o'clock, and, I mean, they were really loud at 10 o'clock out here. Now they're sort of quiet. Hmm. I do hear them in the in the distance, and I could probably see them if I went to the window, but, um, yeah, I'm not, not really going to do all of that. Um, I would just want to say, you know what, again, I'm blessed. I made it to see another year. 
Um, <laughs> there were times. You know, I'm here with. Were. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh, there were. You know, all uh, everything aside, and looking back, um, there were times when you know I was deathly ill, and I. I just was telling my daughter-in-law, I said, you know, there were times when I should have been dead several times over, you know, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. I'm here again this year, I, you know, 2021, and I hope that it's going to be something fantastic, and uh, I hope that we come together. You know, the day I did two podcasts today. Did you? Hmm, I'm sorry. You did, huh? Two podcasts. Yeah, I did um I did Yeah, I did two this morning. Um and well one this morning, one this afternoon and it looks like um I actually was was featured on them. Usually they can just hear my voice like, you know, we're doing this. But these were actually filmed and um it looks like when people can actually see me, I get a lot more um um responses. So I'm going to go back to doing more Zoom at, at, in addition to doing the blog talk radio shows. So you can let me know mm-hmm. in the end which one you want to do. If you want to do Zoom, we can do Zoom. If you want to do blog talk, we can do blog talk. Um, the Zooms do go up on Facebook. I mean, um, well, they go up on Facebook and they also go up on YouTube. Um, so they get a brighter, a wider audience um, as well. But, yeah, but I'm looking forward to touching the world in 2021 in this new year. And, um, yeah. I want to leave you That's with where one I thing before. One thing that I, for um, a friend gave me this book. And I don't know if you've heard about the book. It's called, I just, Love it. It's the boy, the mole, the fox, and the and the horse by Charlie MacBella's last name M A C K E S Y. And I'm going to open it to one page. And I love the drawing and the art. It's very unique. It's done in cursive. The writing, and it has a picture of this boy sitting on a branch. Branch. It kind of reminds me of like the Winnie the Pooh stuff. And this uh-huh. says. What do you want to be when you grow up? Kind, said the boy. It's real simple. The art is beautiful. It's an exquisite book, and um, I recommend it. It's just you can open the book more. You don't. It's short read, and but each page I just looked at and drank it in and savored it, and it's just quite lovely. So it's the boy, the mole, and the fox, and the horse. And it's, I just love the art in it and the sentiment. And um, I just thought I'd put it out there. Yeah, I'm looking I think it up it's now. On the, it's on the uh, bestseller oh list. I think it's number two. It's The art is just, I just, I, when I, I was just thrilled when I got this book because, um, well, I like whimsical art anyway, and I, as you know, I've done a children's illustration book, and somebody else was saying, you need to do it about the big bear, and I'm going, okay, with everything else, I'll try to squeeze it in. <laughs> I've got a lot of things going on, and but 
What do you want to be when you grow up? Kind, said the boy. It's lovely. It's for children. It's for big yeah. children. It's just very wonderful. So I just wanted to leave you with that. Say God bless you or whoever is in charge of us um, in this world. And I just I just want to leave it a better place. I don't want to leave it. Yeah. Not a better place. Yeah. And I think that, that one includes- of the things that you said is, Go ahead, Susan. No, I I was listening to you. I was um, I was saying that I did a show a while ago, and I said, you know what, people, you know, one, have you ever heard of you know the secret? And I said, people have heard about the secret and all of that. I said, you know what, the key to living a good life is is not really a secret. I said, you know what. You have to be a good person. You have to be kind to other people. You have to have that empathy. That's all. The universe just wants you to be kind. The universe wants you to help one another. That's all. So it's so funny that you mentioned that right then and then. It brought me back to that point where I said, that's all. That's all. The universe is asking. That's all. It's not that. Well, I say another thing I have I I say this to um, to men, and it's their friends, <laughs> and to little boys that are someone else's grandsons, or little girls, or my friends, or a neighbor, and I and I will say to them, Have I told you that I love you today, yesterday, and tomorrow? And I was in a situation where the wife was mad at her husband and then she was, and I happened to be in the middle of it, not wanting to be in the middle of it. And I, after they separated and I looked at her and I said, why don't you try this? Say what I just said to you. Have I told you that I love you today, yesterday and tomorrow to your husband when you're ready to get angry and when you're ready to take yourself off? As you just did, and this is a friend of mine I was telling this to, and so he came back, and she said that to him, and you cannot believe the change in the the marriage and things. It's just simple. Is that people just want to be heard, acknowledged, and recognize that they matter and that they are loved and that they they're cared for, and whether we agree today on something or don't agree, um, I still love you anyway. I may not love your behavior, but I love you today, yesterday, and tomorrow. And it can really, it was just like the big bear thing when I said, have you heard the mom and the daughter are having a conversation loudly? And, hey, did you see the bear? There's a bear. It changes. And that's Instead of getting mad, and not that I don't get mad because I do, but just try not to and try to say something kind and be kind and be listening and trying to be in the other one's space. Because none of us knows what the other one has gone through that day. And it, they may not be mad at you. It may be something that happened to them. That's why they're taking it out on you. So anyway. God bless everybody. Happy yeah. New Year. 
and let's uh, be kind. Treat people like we would like yeah, to be treated. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to you know, be sitting here a little longer. I'm on a soapbox. Pardon? Oh, excuse me. I said I'm going to be sitting here a little longer. Um, just because, you know, it comes back to being kind. And like I said, I, I don't want people. There are so many people who are sitting in silence. They just want to hear a kind voice. They just want to hear that voice that's telling them that, hey, you're stronger than you think you are and you can survive this and you'll be okay and you're not alone. So I always try to go that extra mile to let those people who are crying out in silence know that they're not alone. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I just want people to feel the love because you're they're hurting and you can see the pain and they when a friend of mine died I ended up with her son and he would announce to the waitress that came up to take our order and he'd say my mom died and we're all you know we're going oh god and the waitress is horrified and so when I was taking him to the therapist the therapist said he wants to see the horror that he's feeling inside on somebody else's face. He, he needed to see that. So he was announcing my mother died because that was horrific. He watched her die. And it's just sometimes that's what's coming out of somebody's. We just need to just say, I'm so sorry. And, you know, and let them know that they're not, yeah, alone and stuff. So, Lord, help us all. That's all I can. And I'm saying, let me know what I need to be doing. Because <laughs> sometimes I wonder what I need to be doing. Do you ever wonder that? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Am I doing what I need to be doing? Is this what what I'm supposed to be doing? You know, there comes that time when you have to, sometimes you have to take that back step and reevaluate and see where you are and, you know, am I going in? I think that's what, when we first started to talk, I said, 2021, there's going to be a lot of selfishness going on for me this year because I'm not going to keep wasting my time. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know how much time I have left and I don't want to keep wasting it on people who are going nowhere. I'm not dealing with it. I'm not going to ask people to support. I'm not going to ask for any of that because there's so many people who are quick to ask me to use, drop my name or to support them, but they have never supported me for anything. And I'm like, okay, this is going to stop this year because you're holding me back from doing what I need to do. So again, it's well, one of those it doesn't things mean where that you don't love them, and you don't. It doesn't mean that you don't love them, right. and you don't care about them. But you can love them from afar because it's sometimes Correct. it's too it's too. I've gotten it, you know, where there's I'm going. I've had it over the top of my head. I cannot do this anymore because it is taking me out of what I need to be doing. And it doesn't mean that I don't love you, and it doesn't mean that I don't care. But I can't 
if you don't change what you need to do, me keep talking about it isn't gonna it doesn't do me any good. It's you that has to do do the work. You have to do the work. I can't do the work for you. Everybody has to do their own. And it's much easier not to do it <laughs> to do it because it's not easy. It can be painful. Right. It can be hard. But you, if you're not gonna willing to do the work, I'm not gonna do it for you. I am here to give you some ideas and some direction. But if you don't pick up, you know, you can give them a toolbox. But if they don't open the toolbox, there is nothing's gonna happen. They've got to open the toolbox. Right. And if so they don't, you know what? You don't like them. <laughs> no, it doesn't well. mean that I'm still gonna pray for them. You know, I'm still going to mm-hmm. pray for their success. I'm still going to do all of that, but I'm not going to be there for I them, wish you know. I wish them well. I wish you well. I wish mm-hmm. them well, but And yeah, I love not, you, but mm-hmm. I no. I can't I can't fix it. No, I wish I could fix the world, right. the world and I've said I wish I had a magic wand and I could bonk a few people over the head and and make it all better, but I don't. And I can give them what I can give them and but I also have to take care of me and you have to take care of you because if you don't nobody's going to fix your stuff and right we just you know we all got to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and do the best that we can with what we have and wish everybody else well but we can't fix everybody I wish we could but we can't so I love you and the sooner that we realize that the better and all the fellow earthlings out there, I have a request of um, please be safe, wear a mask, wash your hands, and stay safe, uh, stay home, and we will get through this, and um, be kind. Yes, it's that's not it, all just be you. kind, people, <laughs> just be kind. I mean, it's not that hard of a thing to do, Mm-mm. be kind. Mm-mm. Kindness goes um, a long way. Anyway. It does, and it can change the whole scene because I've watched it happen just by not matching the behavior that's going on. And you might like to match the behavior, and trust me, we all do. And um, But if you don't, you might be able to diffuse the situation and... Um, Everybody walk away much better than everybody licking their wounds. So anyway, I don't mean to be sound like I'm sanctimonious and know everything because I don't know everything. I know that surprises you. <laughs> anyway, I love you. You know what? As a fellow earthling. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love you too, sis, and thanks for spending this time. And when you get there, um, <laughs> happy new year to you oh, too. Oh, yeah, to new year. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. When you so. get there, um, well, when you get here. Um, <laughs> into 2021? Uh, yeah, into 2021, yeah. when you get here. We will talk, and we'll we will, be, you know, figure out. 
how we're going to make great things happen. How we want and yeah, and how this, how we can unfold this, um, and hopefully, my wish is that, that somebody learns from experience because yeah, I have a lot of experience and things, and so do you, and just the, I know that how you and I met a long time ago was um, with Susanna and that stuff. And I said something and you told me that I saved your life. And I never forgot that. I was like, what? Wow. Yeah. And it was just something, it was information that I just happened to pass on to you from what I had learned. And it wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to save her life. Cause I had no clue. <laughs> I mean, I didn't right. I just say here, I have some information and didn't even know I was going to benefit you. I had, that wasn't my agenda. It was just, I'm sharing my experience and if I can help somebody, awesome. So anyway, I have never forgotten that. Yeah. Because I was, yeah, it was, I'm, thank you for telling me that because I wouldn't have known otherwise. Because you shared that with me. So thank you. I still share that story, you know. I still share that story, and because of you, you know, I'm even a stronger person now because you know that the idiot lives in the backyard at the bed and breakfast. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm a stronger person because of all of that. Everything that happens in our lives to survive and move on, and if you open the toolbox. Yeah, if you opened the toolbox and you helped me to make it through, I remember I'm sitting in this room and I remember where I was sitting and not the same place now, but I remember where I was sitting when you saved my life. I remember it. I remember all of it. And back then, the monster that's a few yards away now in the backyard was in this house mistreating and harming me so yeah I remember all of it yeah but again it comes down to when we have a destiny it was destined for us to meet someday it was destined for you to be that person that saved me because I was really broken between my childhood and all of that I was broken and then I ended up with another person who harmed me like people from my past. And then you came along and you shared your story and somehow it all clicked for me. And I remember it to that day. So you know what? And in your last days, you can go there and when they look through the golden book, they'll say, hey, job well done. Because you know what? Sometimes if you can save one, you've done your job. If you can save more, you've exceeded expectations. And the bottom line is, yes, you saved my life. And I still tell that story. And this year, you know, because, you know, my favorite people are right in my backyard, they're going to become a part of my journey. But, you know, they're still a part of my mm-hmm. journey. And that story, it's all it all blends in together. So without you even knowing it, that's what it is. When you're walking in your destiny and in your purpose, that's how it works. Well, just even the other day, I was walking out by myself, and this little guy was walking his puppy, and the puppy got away, and the puppy ran to me, and I managed to get the leash, 
and had the little puppy gotten away from both of us, it could have been in, you know, traffic and in just a heartbeat. And I, right. after I returned the dog, the little puppy to the little boy, he didn't say thank you or anything. <laughs> he was just like, okay, I got my dog and off he goes. And that was okay. And I'm going, huh, I think I was supposed to be here for this moment. Because right. very easily exactly. I could have not have been there. And it's recognizing and going, and that has happened throughout my life is where I have, um, you know, I get this, you need to move. And I'm going, okay, and where am I going? I don't know, but you're going, you need to move. I just get this really strong feeling. And lo and behold, something will reveal itself to me. And I go, that's why I was supposed to, he's just in listening to those things if you're tuned in is like oh this was why I was supposed to move and uh, it has happened to me over and over and over if I'm paying attention and so I the other day it was you know not that I but that I didn't wouldn't want that little boy to lose his little dog both of them were cute as can be and I was thinking how lucky it was that I was able to grab and that the dog ran toward me so, um, and I was able to get a hold of a leash, but I, that's the, the feeling I left. I'm going, oh, I think I was, I feel I was supposed to have been here for this moment. And then just take it right. in and just continue on on my walk because it was, it, the moment had passed and it, I served the purpose of that. You know, somebody might think, okay, she's kind of, you know, I think we just need to pay attention. To what's happening and um, take away I mean you think you're going to help somebody else like with, I took Valentine for Susanna's um, kids to make this is that polygamous family that I they had never made right. Valentine's before and I'm thinking oh wouldn't it be fun to make Valentine's and then I get the blessing that's the whole thing it was so cool to see a woman who's 40 years old making her first Valentine had never had a Valentine and I get to see it to me was, that was a gift to me way more than what I gave to them is how I felt in it. And I didn't give it to them because I thought it was wonderful is because I wanted to do what I used to do with my children and I was needing a Valentine fix. <laughs> so I thought, well, can I bring Valentine's so your kids can make things for Valentine's? And they had never done it before. And then I get to see that whole experience, which was the gift to me and the blessing. And I, I, I still have pictures of when that happened. I, I took pictures of them making Valentine's. So, yeah, you just have to be awake and aware. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Alrighty. I'm going to sign off and you're probably going to party. Okay. I'm sure. <laughs> I know. And I, I know. I know. I'm kidding. We've been there, done that. So um, I, I really, truly love you today, yesterday and tomorrow. So take care and we'll be in touch. And happy Thanks new year. You. And I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> Imagine that. I'm going to be quiet. Oh, thank you <laughs> for the blessing. <laughs> You're awesome.
Yeah. Good night. Thank you too. And um, good night. You have a great night, and I'll see you when you get into 2021. <laughs> okay. Sounds good to me. Take care. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Take care. And before Thank we you. go, seasons changing. Hello and uh, Happy New Year wherever you are. If you want to say, is it New Year's where you are? Or if you are still waiting, um, Happy New Year. I could be talking to you from the future. But um, season's changing. Thanks for stopping in this evening. And Happy New Year to you. I do wish you the very best of everything. I see you over there in the chat room. So I just wanted to give you a... um, a wish for the best in uh, the new year. I wish you all the strength so that you can face whatever's at your door coming your way in this new season and year. And um, our show is about to end, but I wanted to give you a shout out. Saw you over there. So thank you again. And of course, if you need us, the number is 202-618-2556, 202-618-2556. Oh, you're quite welcome, Seasons. Thank you so much for being here. Um, if you have anything you want to talk about, I can stay on a little bit longer. Um, we have about 30 minutes left in our program, um, but it's all about making sure that no one's alone for the uh, new year. And if you have anything you'd like to say or get off of your chest so that you can come into this new year with less weight and baggage, feel free. We do have about 29 minutes, and I will be more than happy to stay on and chat with you during that time. If you'd like to... Uh, call in, be on air, uh, 646-478-4726. Otherwise, um, I'm here for you. And if you're good and you're ready to take on whatever 2021 has for you, um, we're going to prep up to sign off, but... I'll give you a few more moments to let me know because that's what we're here for. If we can't support, encourage, motivate, and inspire one another, then, you know, what what exactly is our purpose for being on the planet? So you let me know. And um, while we're waiting, uh, I just want to let everyone know that Saturday night, Focus After Dark is premiering at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, This week, uh, our first program is talking about getting along with our exes, especially in this uh, past season in 2020 and the pandemic and being locked down. So many of us, for the first time, some of us experienced domestic violence. Some of us had to endure it. We were already experiencing it. And then with the lockdown, it just intensified. So all of these things, um, we're going to be talking about the people who decided that they didn't want to be married anymore. They don't like the person that they're married to or that they've been shacking up with, squatting with, whatever the case may be. Um, We're going to be talking about that on Saturday night at 11 p.m. for the premiere of Focus After Dark. 
And for those of you that don't know, FOCUS is our trademarked acronym. It stands for Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success. And of course, both females and males are welcome to join us in our conversation. I want you all to stay safe out there. Wear your mask, please. Um, There's so many things that we don't know about the vaccine, that we don't know about this virus. We do know that it's mutating. So love yourself enough to keep yourself safe. And in doing so, you'll keep other people safe as well. Uh, So remember, Saturday evening, 11 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, I will be back with Focus After Dark, the premiere. That's just one of the programs that we are offering now in this new year. Um, I will be doing more of my other podcasts, of course, um, the Titanium Tidbits with me, Dr. C, for the Morning Hum. Uh, I'll be doing more of those. Uh, We've gotten new equipment and systems because I really do want to get back online, and we're going to have some more webinars, seminars, virtual, of course. Um, We'll see how the spring goes, and I will be planning more activities. If you're on Meetup, you can find us at Focus Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success there. You can um, join the group there. Uh, We have several groups on um, Facebook as well. Um, I'm on uh, Instagram. You can find me there. We do have the Wall Foundation, Inc. has a YouTube channel. Uh, You'll find a lot of the podcasts up there. Um, If you want to reach out to us, if you have a story that you'd like to tell, the number is 202-618-2556. That's 202-618-2556. And you can also... Uh, email me at let's grow at cmariawall.com. That's let's grow at cmariawall.com. If you have a story that you want to tell, if you have some topics you want us to tackle, feel free to contact us and we'll be sure to do that for you because I want you to know that you're not alone and we are walking this journey together. I've done shows where I said even the leaders get tired. Even we feel run down. Even we get to the point where we're second-guessing ourselves and we don't know where we're going to go. If you followed me for all these years, you know my story. You know that I'm a survivor. I never say that um, I'm a victim. I'm a survivor who was victimized, but I'm a survivor from childhood to this very day. So I want to bring you the very best of everything in this new year. We want to talk about relationship recovery. We want to talk about starting over. I want you to know that when you look in the mirror, you should appreciate and value the person that you see staring back at you. I want you to understand that you are a precious gift to this earth. I know what it's like to be at the brink of wanting to give up on everything. I know what it's like to be at death's door. I know what it's like to come back, be sent back. I know what it's like to have done all of that. I know what it's like to have been in an abusive relationship. I know what it's like to have people who should love you, not love you. 
I know what all of that's like. And out of that, that's what the Healing Through Hurt Network was born out of all of that. I would not be here if I didn't experience things. There's nothing worse than taking advice from an inexperienced expert. So if I don't know what you're going through, I promise you I'm going to do everything I can to give you the resources and and, uh, people who can help you, who know how to help you if I cannot help you. You all know by trade that I'm a mediator. I didn't want to practice in a courtroom, so I help you solve your own problems outside of court. I advocate for you. I can help you mediate through your problems. I am a certified credentialed life coach. I can help you make it through. And so many people say, well, you don't know. I know quite a bit. For the short time that I've been on this earth, I've been through so much. I was just saying earlier in tonight's program that I should have been dead a long time ago. But the universe had other plans for me. And I get my healing. I get all of my hope and my help when I know that people like seasons changing and everyone else who comes across, whose paths I cross with, if they tell me that in some way I made their day a little brighter, and there's been times when people have said that I'm the angel on earth and I stopped them from pulling that trigger because that gun was at their their temples or they were about to cut their wrist and think so many things their their wrist so many things that um has validated why I'm still here why I was sent back for a second chance to get things better and right I'm here for you. No one is meant to go through their heartaches and their hurts alone. I'm here for you. All you have to do is reach out and I will do everything in my power to grab your hand and help lift you up. And so many people say, how do you know? Because I've been there in the end. I had faith, forgiveness, and four cents. Almost lost everything I worked my entire life for. But here I am in 2021 telling you that I'm still standing. My programs have been around going on 11 years. We have grown steadily every single year. We are heard throughout the world. I have touched people and worked with people throughout the world. I have aligned with other organizations who've done so much. Our foundation, our nonprofit is small, but it has done mighty, mighty things. So I want you to reach out. I want you to stay in touch. I want you to know that I'm here. As you can see, I'm sitting up here. I know what it's like to be alone for the holidays. I have no family in this state. I have zero family in this state. No one. My family got together on the 23rd. We had family fun night on Zoom. But there's no one here. So you see, I know what it's like to live in a place where I could die in here. No one would know because the neighbors wouldn't pay. And one neighbor is so, no, one neighbor would never notice that my car hasn't moved and I didn't, I haven't done anything. The other neighbor is never home and other neighbors just don't care. There's so much going on here in this me first world and neighborhood that I know that I've come to peace with, I may take my last breath in this place by myself. And no one would notice for quite some time. 
But I'm at peace with that. Because if I go and I go trying to encourage, inspire, motivate someone else, then, hey, I'm going to go very happy and content. Yes, I'll miss my grandchildren and all of that, but I know that it is my calling to be here for you. So if you need me, I'm here, 202-618-2556. Let's grow at cmariawall.com. You can find me everywhere. I've been here in this business, in this game, in this profession a long time. Um, When I speak to you, I hope that you feel that I'm speaking to you from my heart. I'm not speaking to you like you're a client and I'm just here to make you feel good. I'm never going to tell you what I know you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. Because there's enough feel-good, foo-foo, fluff-fluff gurus out there who tell people what they want to hear and take your money, and you're still nowhere. It's my hope that we walk this journey together. We put that plan in place that can help you move forward in your life. That's what I want you to do. I want you to be happy, healthy, and successful in all that you do. It's 2021. We're not going to harp on 2020. We're going to leave 2020 right where it is in the past. And so many people did not take the opportunity to understand that 2020 opened up a lot of doors for change. Today is January 1st of a brand new year. Everybody, while everybody else is posting, Happy New Year, Happy New Year, it's not a happy new year for so many people. So I posted, it's 2021. What are you going to do now? How are you going to change? It's wide open right here, right now. It's the first day of the rest of each and every one of our lives. What are you going to do with it? If you're in that abusive relationship, let someone know. Tell me. I'll get you the resources. So many of you, you think that you can't survive on your own. I always tell people, guess what I just bought? This is wonderful. I've shared this earlier in the year. One of the things that I did, I bought a new mattress. No one slept on that mattress but me. All of the things that were tethered to the past, past relationship, past marriage, all of that, that mattress had to go. Nothing's tethered to my new mattress. I'm not big on turning on heat throughout the house because I'm not in all of the house. So guess what else I bought? I finally got an electric blanket. Oh, my gosh. For those of you who feel as though you need that warm body in your cold beds, get an electric blanket. It does wonders. Get your good night's sleep. If you're alone for all of these holiday seasons because the next thing coming up is Valentine's Day. Oh, my goodness. That's another day where... Those of us who are single, we loan to be out there mingling and all of that. Listen, you can buy your own good meal. You could have done that for Christmas and New Year's too. You can take care of yourself. I know how to light the candles, get that bubble bath going, 
take care of myself. There's a, a piece in my book, Silent Noise Lip Service. It's called I Love Me Some. And so many people thought that I was talking about I Love Me Some Him. You know, I Love Me Some Him. But in the end, the piece was talking about loving me. Loving me. Let me see if I can find it. Um before I go, I'd like to share it with you. I need to put this plan in place. I want to feel love's warm embrace. Dinner was was great. Have some wine, relax, and meditate. Put on some smooth jazz. Oh, wow, that added ambiance and pizzazz. A hot bath would be nice. Good mood and dim lighting. The bath water is inviting. Rub my body down with fragrant oil. I could really get spoiled. Jump in bed and get comfy and warm. I really need to make this a norm. So this is what life used to be when I made time to care for and love me. Try this for yourself. Discover what you like. Now make a promise to yourself to stop your personal loving me strikes. So with that said, learn to love yourself. Take care of you in this new year and season. It's okay to put yourself first. You're not being selfish. You have put your everyone else before you for so long. It's okay to put yourself first. So with that said, you know that we began this program with Tori Lee's Feel the Beat, but we're going to end with our symbolic opening and closing music, which is Tori Lee's Good Music, which debuted going on 11 years ago right here on the Healing Through Her iTalk Radio program. So that's how we're going to end tonight. I pray each and every one of you enough. I pray you enough sunshine to brighten your rainy days. I also pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. I pray you enough smiles to turn a frown that you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, I pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be coming your way. And knocking at your door this very moment and beyond. So with that said, let's walk this road called 2021 together so that we can all enjoy our healing, hope, health, and happiness. So until next time, which is January the 2nd at 11 p.m. for the premiere of Focus After Dark, it's me, Dr. C., I will see you all soon. Take care. Let's go. I get lost in your words. It feels so good when 
Triple shots, that's the trade. I get lost. 